On a Monday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, it's time to talk more Arizona State Sun Devils football camp updates, everything that's going on, including the ever-going quarterback controversy battle that's happening in Tempe. Meanwhile, if Jaden Daniels succeeds outside of Arizona State, what exactly does that say about the program? We'll talk about all that and more on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be one of your guides or wow, your only guide, your only guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball and otherwise. I, I'm the only guy now. I forgot that Connor Drios, unfortunately, has stepped down from full-time uh, co-guide of the podcast. He will be back, though, not to worry. For those of you who have been listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast since the beginning, he will be back every once in a while. He's not gone forever. He's just not going to be hosting anymore. That solely falls on me. And if you are interested in following me, go ahead and do so at RichieBrads36. That's on Twitter. Follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Again, on Twitter. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes, but is not limited to, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey. Wherever you get your podcasts on an audio platform, we're there Monday through Friday. We're also on YouTube if you would like to see my beautiful face there as well. Subscribe, like, comment, share, five-star, all that good stuff. Let us know how we're doing. Also, this episode of Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your, your first lineup you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. With that being said, let's go ahead and hop into our first segment here. And this segment's actually probably going to take about two segments to go through. Arizona State Sun Devils football camp is in full swing. We've gone over a little bit of information with you guys already, but I would like to do a lot more focus on the quarterbacks today than everything else, and that's what we're going to start with here. So, Dalen McLemore, Finn Collins, put them on your radar. Of all the quarterbacks that are at Arizona State right now, the team is claiming that it is a wide open competition and that there is not there's there's not any one dude who is going to command all of the reps. So that's not going to be Paul Tyson. That's not going to be Trent Borgay. It's going to be a wide open competition. They are giving opportunities to everyone on this team right now. So that in, that includes these guys, you know, the the I just had their names. The Dalen uh, McLemore's and the Finn Collins of this Arizona State program. Um, you'll have to forgive me. I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name right now. I will pull that up as soon as possible. But in the meantime, uh, Nathan Manning, of course. Nathan Manning, Ethan Long is still there, but I don't think we can really include him in this competition at this point. In fact, I feel like he might have transferred, but he, neither here nor there. The point is there's five quarterbacks for Arizona State. All five of them are going to get a fair shot here for the first team reps. And that's exactly what's happened. 
So at some point, uh, Dalen McLemore was actually getting first team reps. And as of today during practice, Finn Collins was getting first team reps. So this is all very interesting that Arizona State is going into this mentality and this offseason, keeping in mind that they have plenty of options to roll with at quarterback for 2022. They're not necessarily pigeonholing and committing themselves to one guy. Instead, they're you're, they're truly leaving it up to may the best man win, which is the way that it should be when you lose a guy like Jaden Daniels, is you need to be able to recognize that you can't just look at one dude and be like, all right, it's your time to step up. Instead, what you should be doing and what it appears they're doing is to have a nice wide open competition for all these guys to come in equally have an opportunity to win the starting job. This is a really nice sight to see for Arizona State. I'm not complaining whatsoever. With that being said, naturally, Paul Tyson and Trenton Bourget are the runaway favorites to be the starters come the beginning of the season, and they should be. Bourget was the guy who has the most amount of experience of all, all five of these other quarterbacks on the roster. Not a surprise. Meanwhile, Paul Tyson, definitely the more highly recruited guy, the backup at Alabama to both Mac Jones and Bryce Young, comes in here with an opportunity to potentially be the guy. But beyond them, it feels like we haven't really given anyone else a fair shot. And I want to throw Dalen McLemore's name in here. If for no other reason, then he actually brings a new element to the Arizona State Sun Devils. And that is something we're intimately familiar with because of Jaden Daniels, dual threat ability. So Dalen McLemore is going to be a redshirt sophomore. He's right now standing at six foot three, about 205 pounds, according to the website. He was actually a dual threat quarterback coming out of California, I believe. Yes, uh, San Mateo, California. And he he brings that aspect that Jaden Daniels brought. And it's something that Arizona State has valued for quite a long time because even before that, Manny Wilkins was the longtime starter and he had that athletic ability to break out of the pocket and run around like his hair was on fire and make plays. Well, McLemore is that same kind of guy, at, at least in terms of being a prospect, right? Obviously, we haven't seen him on the field. However, compare him to Borgay, who is definitely undersized. Paul Tyson, who's a lot bigger. Finn Collins is the other one who has gotten some starting reps. And Nathan Manning. None of them have this dual threat ability the way that Dalen McLemore has. And I feel like we should put him more firmly in this competition because of that. Now, again, I do, I do want to preface this and really emphasize the point that right now Arizona State is going to be favored to roll with either Trenton Borgay or Paul Tyson. And they should be because they're the higher, the higher touted guys, more, more talent and more experience, this, that, and the other, right? However, if Arizona State is interested in that kind of dual threat ability, Dalen McLemore might be the guy that they turn to. Now we'll have to keep in mind everybody because it, it appears that all five guys are going to get some starting rep opportunities and we shouldn't necessarily rule out one guy over the other. But it is a very long, it's a very long process from now to the start of the season. We still have 
quite a handful of spring practices left to go. We're only three days in, but we've seen four different quarterbacks get opportunities with the first team offense and those kind of reps. That's very, very important. And honestly, very happy about it. Like, like I already said, it's really, really nice that they're keeping this, this, this competition wide open and not necessarily committing themselves to one guy. Look, right now, Arizona State's the bachelor. They're hopping on Tinder for looking at their quarterbacks. They're weighing their options. They're not tying themselves down. They're just they're trying to they're trying to get a good feel for everything that's out there. They just got out of a long-term committed relationship with Jaden Daniels. They want to explore their options. They want to live their single life. That's Arizona State right now. They're just they're kind of going with the flow. They want to see what's out there. They want to have some fun. They haven't had this kind of fun in a while. And this is very true. Arizona State has had commitments for a while. Taylor Kelly was a two-and-a-half-year starter for Arizona State, got injured. Mike Bergovici comes in. Burko takes over the next year. After him, we go to Manny Wilkins for three years. After Manny, we go to Jaden Daniels for three years. So we've had a lot of consistency at the quarterback position and not a lot of up-in-the-air kind of like question marks the way that we do right now. So this is this truly is kind of foreign territory for territory for Arizona State. I'm very intrigued to see what this ends up becoming. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this first segment here. When we come back from our first break, we're going to be coming and tummy, uh, excuse me. We're going to be coming back and talking more about the cap pra- camp practices and any updates that we have from there. But first, we have a quick word from some of our sponsors. I don't know about you guys, but if you took Kentucky and your March Madness bracket, it is not looking good. The only good news that I have for you guys is I still have a little bit of money left over to recruit, and I can thank our friends over at Stat Hero for that. If you haven't checked out this new platform, you're really missing out. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pickums pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take advantage and take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on players you know best with gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their game gamers winning four times more often. Why? because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery of who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports fix action fix. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in menace. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be, Stat Hero. Guys, I know this is that time of year where we want to quit on our New Year's resolutions because it's just getting too hard. We're sitting there. We're wondering to ourselves, you know, where's the chocolate? Where's the good tasting stuff? I'm so over it. I can't do this anymore. And I understand, but I got some really good news for you guys. You need to check out our friends over at Built Bar and see all the tasty, delicious stuff that they've got coming out right now. If you haven't tried the puffs yet, let me tell you, you guys are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate with some fan favorite like 
yummy cinnamon churro flavor, coconut marshmallow banana cream pie. They're all so good, and they're all going to be your favorite. They're all low-calorie, high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. And if you go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart, you'll be absolutely blown away. Most Built bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, while having a whopping 17 grams of protein. Bars, which typically have 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. With dozens of flavors to take a look at, including this month's white chocolate cookies and cream special, they're all delicious with new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. If it's delicious, it's going to be good for you too. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Plug in the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And again, thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sunnels your first listen every day. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms. Let's go ahead and hop back into the camp updates. And from here, I'm going to be taking a look at all Sun Devils and our number one friend of the podcast, Donnie Druin who is a rock star as usual and has camp updates for us. There's all sorts of different things that seem to be going on right now, but mainly focused on the defensive side of the ball is where new defensive coordinator. Oh my God. His name is escaping me. His name is totally escaping me. Uh, Donnie Henderson. Donnie Henderson has been trying to get a little bit of creativity going on with his defense, especially on the back end of the secondary. Both the Markham brothers were lined up with the first the first unit practice with Kawan Markham at safety and Keon Markham playing as a boundary corner. They had all sorts of different fluidity in the positions. Obviously, they have they have both of their tra- their transfer kids that are kind of roaming around. They've got they've got Jordan Clark that's trying to find a spot as well. They've got a lot of moving pieces here. And according to to our defensive coordinator, Mr. Henderson, they are very likely to use a lot of five defensive back sets going into the year. And because of that, we can probably expect both the Markham brothers to be heavily involved this year. If I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Kawan Markham was the one who was more involved this year compared to his brother. Both of them had an interception this past year. Hopefully, they'll be able to continue building upon that progress moving forward and really continue to solidify themselves as valuable options and playmakers to this secondary. It's going to be very, very, very important that we're able to get something out of them. Meanwhile, on the defensive line, freshman Robbie Harrison, quote, has received a considerable amount of coaching from position coaches Shannon Foreman and Robert Rodriguez. This is... This is interesting to note out if for no other reason than the coaches are taking an interest in this kid. And while maybe maybe that could be a negative in saying like he's not really getting it down, I would take this as more of a positive in that they're trying to get him more individual work. He apparently has some very, very high expectations. Shouldn't be a surprise. We definitely want want our guys that are being brought up on this defensive line to really start to flourish and shine. While we have guys like Jermaine Lole and Trevez Moore who are here for 2022, but nothing beyond that. We're truly hoping that they can help to develop the 
the the next generation, so to speak, of Arizona State defensive linemen with B.J. Green and Omar Norman Lott leading the way. Robbie Harrison getting some extra work is a really, really good sign, I would tell you. And overall, just any extra work that a guy can get is really, really awesome. Meanwhile, for the linebackers, excuse me, for the linebackers, they were focusing a lot on dropping into dropping into zones, rallying to the receiver, and spending a large time amount of time aligning and discussing pre-snap priorities. So they did have the trio from last year, all but Darian Butler coming back between Merlin Robertson, Kyle Soley, and Eric Gentry. Kyle Soley, an, another guy, like you guys will have to forgive me. I did not realize he was coming back either. So both the Soley brothers will be with Arizona State in 2022. Eric Gentry will be there and Merlin Robertson. So once again, considerable amount of depth at the linebacker position. And this only makes me more and more confident about the front seven of this Arizona State defense moving forward. Gentry is definitely going to get a lot more starting reps, if not all the starting reps, as the third linebacker next to Kyle Sully and Merlin Robertson. Where Connor Sully fits into the equation, he might have that Eric Gentry role of getting those those opportunities to kind of come in off the bench and relief relief roles because Connor is supposed to be. We'll have to wait and see. A lot better a player than Kyle Sully was. Now, if that does come to be true, then that's really nice for Arizona State to have a successor to Kyle Sully, who's been with the team for quite a while now and have him and Eric Gentry together to build a really good foundation on for 2022, 2023, and potentially 2024, depending on how everything unfolds for those guys. There is a lot of upside to like here. Meanwhile, another another area that Donnie Drew notes is on special teams. Eddie Zipliski, or Ziplicky, excuse me, who me and Connor have been gushing about since like the beginning of the season, essentially, Nailed four consecutive punts inside the opposing 20-yard line. I remember making an argument that Ziplicky was deserving of all Pac-12 first-team honors and should have been in competition for the All-American role for the entire country. Ziplicky was a total weapon for Arizona State, and I don't think a lot of people realize how important he was to Arizona State special teams, and even more so the defense and giving them a little more opportunity to manage shorter fields and see what they could get away with there. Other than that, the rest of the notes really just kind of take some time to talk about the quarterback situation, which we have talked about. But as always, a thank you to Donnie Druin and all Sun Devils for their coverage of the Arizona State Sun Devils spring practices. Make sure that you follow both of those accounts on Twitter as well. You can follow the the webpage itself at All Sun Devils, and you can follow number one friend of the podcast, Donnie Druin at Donnie Druin. We're going to go ahead and hop into our final break. When we return from that break, we're going to go ahead and talk about Jaden Daniels. As if we couldn't talk about him enough, an interesting question has been brought up recently. We'll talk about that and more in just a second on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports netting needs and information. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering game wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite casino games. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today and learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, guys, we are back for the third and final segment of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. It's time to talk some Jaden Daniels and maybe not a conversation that we want to have right now, but it's a conversation that we need to start. It's a dialogue that needs to be started. If Jaden Daniels does go on to have major success with the LSU Tigers, what do we do with that? The easy answer is we root for him. I will not stand here and tolerate anybody who's going to be against Jaden Daniels. Yes, my feelings were hurt. Yes, I was upset that Jaden decided to transfer after telling us that he was coming back. And he seemingly made this commitment to Arizona State. And we were certainly committed to him, too. We were all aboard Jaden. We were here to support him, this, that, and the other. However, things have not shaken out the way that we believed they would be. He's now transferred over to LSU. And the question is, and we've had this conversation, is will Jaden Daniels be a fit in the SEC? And we've brought up all sorts of different things. We brought up the fact that he's never played on that side of the country. We brought up the fact that the competition level is much, much higher in the SEC than it is in the Pac-12. We talked about how playing for an SEC team in general, there are a lot of expectations and a lot of pressure that is going to fall on Jaden's shoulders. Plus, he just so happens to be going in a time where there's a brand new head coach in Brian Kelly and a very, very wide open quarterback competition. Jaden is far from guaranteed this spot. And yet he still decided that this was going to be the best opportunity for him. And we're excited for him. He really could not have landed in a better situation in terms of star power. There are quite a few weapons on this LSU offense. And Brian Kelly, for all his faults in terms of how he left Notre Dame, I would tell you, still a very, very, very good head coach. I'm curious how he'll fit in the SEC. Neither here nor there. The question now is this. If Jaden goes to LSU and he proceeds to have a career year, and when I'm talking career year, I'm talking about throwback to his freshman season at Arizona State where he threw 17 touchdowns and two picks. But combine it with this past year in terms of a runner. If he's able to put together a season where he's an efficient passer and a very, very good, if not dominant runner, how does this reflect on Arizona State? Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say that Jaden's a Heisman contender. He's not. And if he is, then I'll eat my words. Is what it is. I'm not rooting against him, but I'm certainly not going to be putting any money down on him. Regardless. If Jaden has any kind of major success with the Tigers, how does this reflect on Arizona State? What do I mean? So Arizona State has had the luxury of solid quarterback play for the last 10 years. I already brought up a bunch of guys, Taylor Kelly, Mike Bercovici, Manny Wilkins. They've all been very solid quality quarterbacks. Not quite NFL worthy. Berkovici, Kelly, and Wilkins all were able to make practice squads. Or not so much practice squads, let me walk that back. They were able to earn opportunities in training camps where they had they had a chance to compete. I believe only Manny Wilkins was one of the guys who actually was able to make it to a practice squad with the Green Bay Packers, was the team he was with. 
Meanwhile, there were a handful of guys who transferred from the program that went on to have some good success at other colleges. Bryce, Bryce Wilkins? No, I can't remember his name. No. Oh my God, that's going to bug me. Bry, uh, Bryce something. I got to look it up. Oh man, this, this is totally embarrassing. Bryce something was able to go. Bryce Perkins. Oh my goodness. I feel like such a loser. Bryce Perkins was able to go to the Virginia Cavaliers and have some major, major, major success with the team. I believe he actually left as their all-time leading quarterback rushing yards guy. Brady White, who was very, very hyped up for Arizona State, transferred to Memphis. He actually followed former offensive coordinator Mike Norvell there when Norvell became the head coach. Norvell is now the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. He followed him there, and same story. Had some very, very good success with his time with the Tigers. With Bryce Perkins and Brady White having that success, comparing it to Manny Wilkins, it definitely appeared that Perkins and White made the right decisions to move somewhere else because they had better upside than what Wilkins had, and they proved to be more quality contenders than Wilkins was. So now we go to this situation with Jaden Daniels. And it is very different than Brady White and Bryce Perkins because Jaden has been a three-year starter. But now that he's leaving, and let's be honest, he he definitely fell well short of the expectations that we had for him. Outstanding freshman year. Dude looked phenomenal. Even his sophomore year, he still looked like the guy. Five touchdowns, one pick. He was starting to complete north of 60% of his passes. And he really started to look like he took a turn as a running quarterback. And then this past year, just totally fell off a cliff as a passer, but became a borderline elite runner. If he puts it all together, at what point do you start to look inward? At what point do you start to look at the Arizona State Sun Devils football program and say, why are we seeing guys have so much success when they leave? Because it was already one thing with Brady White and Bryce Perkins leaving this program and having success elsewhere. Success that is that is debatable or comparable to what Manny Wilkins was doing at Arizona State. Because I will tell you that I was a big Brady White fan, and I was very upset when he did not start. And seeing him succeed with Memphis, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was envious. I really was. I was the jealous girlfriend. But Bryce Perkins, definitely not a guy I expected to dominate, and he did. He had a very good career with the Cavaliers. Happy for both those guys, and I'd be happy if Jaden had success. The main point I'm trying to get to here is this. At some point, you should be looking at your program, and I understand that Todd Graham was the guy at the time when Brady White and when Bryce Perkins both transferred out of the program, but it's been the same athletic director. And it's been the same program for the most part. I'm curious. At what point do you have to start a dialogue of these guys are leaving our program and they're starting to have really good success. Is it our fault? And I'm not necessarily saying that these guys have been bad at Arizona State. They've been quality. But at some point you have to wonder to yourself, 
do we need to improve something here? Is there a reason why we're not getting top-rated quarterbacks to come to Arizona State and come play for this program? Is there a reason why this is this has never been a program to put in great quarterbacks? The best quarterback that we've put in in the history of this program is either Danny White or Jake Plummer, both of whom did not play in the 2000s. Danny White played in the same time as Roger Staubach did in the NFL. So, I mean, that's forever ago. Meanwhile, Jake Plummer was in the 90s for Arizona State. Since then, we've had a revolving door of guys, the Rudy Carpenters of the world. And again, the Taylor Kellys, so on and so forth. There have been tons of, of not quality, just quarterbacks to come through Arizona State. But no one has ever really stuck out as this, like, the guy. Jaden Daniels had that hype coming into this year. He fell on his face. Was it because of the talent? Was it because of the coaching? Or was it because Jaden's just not that guy, pal? We're going to find out. Because if Jaden is that guy, pal, then we're really going to have to look at this program and say, we need, we need to start doing some fixing. There needs to be some kind of changing. Should Jaden Daniels leave and have a really, really, really good season with LSU? Now, again, a really good season to me would be combining his freshman year as a passer and his junior year as a runner. Somewhere in that ballpark. Now, if he's a Heisman contender, my goodness. That is a worst-case scenario for Arizona State's coaching staff. What on earth are you supposed to do that? Not a clue. We might find out. We'll see. I like the situation that Jaden's in. I am rooting for him. But it certainly is going to raise a lot of questions for Arizona State and their coaching staff if he ends up leaving this program and dominating elsewhere. With that being said, that is actually going to go ahead and wrap up this Monday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Again, thank you so much for making this podcast your first listen every day. Remember that we're free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to YouTube. If you would like to check us out on a visual platform, see my beautiful face, all my hand gestures, and me kind of darting my eyes around the room as I'm uh, talking, you can also see me just messing up all the time and stumbling on my words. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, which is places like Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts in an audio platform, we're there and available. Monday through Friday, the best Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball, baseball, and otherwise content in the whole wide world. Make sure you follow me on Twitter as well. You can follow me at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast while you're on Twitter as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. And go ahead and make your second listen now, Locked on NFL Draft, with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL to draft, the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front front offices. See what I'm talking about? Just like the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.